are listening to WHOA Podcast, coming to you from Gainesville, Florida. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the WHOA GNV Podcast, the podcast bringing you businesses and individuals that make you go, whoa. I am your host, Colin Austin, and to my left is the bee's knees that scoots with ease. It's cold season, so watch out for his sneeze, the one, the only, Michael D's, what is up? That was fun. Yeah, I, I'm not kidding. That is the first one that I've written. Oh, because, you wrote that yeah, one. I wrote that one because you Joanna didn't like the messaged first, uh... me about the notes, and I was like, "Yeah, you're, we're gonna have to work on your intro." Oh, now I want to know what hers was. It was weak. It uh, was nothing. It was kind of like, "Oh, to sorry, my left, here's Michael D's." <laughs> no, but I mean, Joanna knows that I love her, but that was not good. <laughs> but that was great, wasn't it? Yeah, I'll tip the, my hat to that. You, yeah, yeah, you yeah. tip my hat thank to you, that. Yeah, sure. That's a good Hello, Alex. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, What's up, good. man? Not much, man. I'm I'm rolling. Where what are we? February third. February third, episode ninety one. Let's go. You got nine more to one hundred. I know. Do we do we have one hundred plans yet? No, not yet. Okay, but I'm working, working on it. We're working there. On it. I know you're working so. on it. Anything new in your world? What's going on Jan- in Gainesville? Anything new? January. So uh, maybe a lot of people don't know this. January is like one of our busiest months at new scooters. Um, the Every time the semester starts, that's when most of the people are buying scooters. Uh, but you also have all the storage pickups. Everybody that left their scooters sitting, uh, they pick them up from surf. So, so we just got done with a really busy month. Um, so it's now can we sustain it? Can we sustain that busyness, which there is what go, we man. all want. Got to keep but, that uh, momentum driving. But yeah. And we're, we're now Let's two go. weeks outside of my... Uh, 34th birthday too. Countdown. Hey, begins. Yeah, so, there we go. Crisis. <laughs> the countdown is on. <laughs> well, uh, definitely want to give a shout out to our sponsors for shout this out. episode. You guys, not too long ago, we had John Dar on the show. We did. That was that a fun was one. E- yeah. That was so much fun. It was episode 74. You know what's funny about that episode is I had so many people that they were like, you know, Colin, you know, I was kind of questioning this episode that you did because it was uh, insurance and I, <laughs> and I thought it was going to be boring, but it wasn't. It was so good. It had so much value. And I've probably heard that at least 20 times from 20 different people. That's so awesome. I'm like, dude, I'm like that. I mean, obviously that's what you want to hear, but they're right. John Dar absolutely brought so much value in that episode. And uh, you guys, I want to let you know that not only can he bring value in an episode like here at the podcast, but he can also provide your business with a ton of value. Uh, that's what they do. Dar Shackow Insurance Agency is this episode's podcast sponsor. And um, you know, they hold all the policies for new scooters for less, for repaint the wall, for all of my real estate assets, commercial and residential. You guys, the Dar Shackow team, they will take amazing care of you. They always take incredible care of us. So I just want to give them a huge shout out and say thank you so much for sponsoring our podcast. You guys that are listening, we cannot put this show on without the support of our sponsors. Um, so please, please support them. You can find Dar Shackow Insurance at darshackowinsurance.com. That's D A R R. S-C-H-A-C-K-O-W.com or call them at 352-338-0552. And of course, tell them that the WHOA GNV podcast sent you and that you heard about them on the podcast. And go watch John's podcast, episode 74, because it was super informative and it wasn't all about insurance. It was about a lot of things and 
I think the biggest lesson was in sales, right? Yeah. Learn. Was sure. What was the lesson in sales? Do you remember? Uh, Throwback, callback? You gotta ask. Gotta ask. Gotta ask. Gotta ask for the sale. So, you guys, support our amazing sponsors. Thank you so much. And now, we are going to get into the show. Are you ready to go? Dude, I'm I know you're, I, <laughs> I know you're excited about this. You guys, today on the show, we have Patrick Young and Corey Gamble, owners of America's Escape Game, the only place where you will find an immersive, and I mean an immersive, family fun experience in downtown Gainesville. Fellas, what is up? Happy to be here, man. Do you ever hit the the little the little the little whoa? <laughs> Let's make a TikTok right now. That's gotta be that's gotta be the that's gotta be the thing. It's gotta be. Oh, how have we not done that yet? How, how are you just now? Like, come on. Seriously, man. As I much mean, as you be on social media, you right? You should know now. that. Like, they're already throwing shade. Like, two, like just a few minutes into the podcast, and like, whoa, right, whoa. like, whoa. There you uh, go. What's going on, guys? How's life? Life is great. Cannot complain. Yeah. Business is doing well. Cannot complain. I'm so glad we finally got you in here, man. Yeah, man. Talk, uh, talk business. Share your story. Good to be back in Gainesville and uh, starting 2020 off well. Cool. Well, so this is what we like to do with the show. We like to throw it back and kind of just tell your story, tell like how you got here and how you were just like magically one day like, all right, we're going to do an escape room. Let's go. So so just give us your story and either one of you can start. It don't matter. Uh, I'll start. I'll start us off. Uh, you can pick up. Um, so I guess you know Corey and I became really close friends in in uh, when I was in college, uh, and um, we we bonded through fishing, and um, through our time, many memories of of being together, lived together. My senior year, first year that I was allowed to live off campus from Coach Donovan. Uh, uh, we were such close friends, brothers, pretty much, and, and we are still now to this day. Uh, when I went to New Orleans in the NBA, he came with me and stayed with me uh, and just helped me just get adjusted, and we just lived, lived, lived life to the fullest while we were down there. Uh, I ended up getting cut from New Orleans, went to Turkey. Uh, he came and he stayed with me for some time there, which was pretty cool, you know, huge culture shock being in Turkey for the first time. Um, love, the, love the country, but it's a little bit overwhelming for being like your first experience going overseas because it is just completely different than America. Um, and then my, my next year we went to Greece and that's when uh, we got uh, introduced to escape rooms. Go ahead. Uh, who would you go with? Sue? Endowment and Sue. Yeah, the story it picks up with Endowment and Sue. That's where the story kind of picks okay. up. Uh, <laughs> uh, his, was it Eric's wife that booked us? Yeah, to go to one of my room? one of my teammates in when I was in Greece uh, booked us uh, an escape room, and I'd done one before with my buddies uh, in Texas, but I you know didn't really love it. It was a tough experience for your first time. I can understand it can be a little bit overwhelming, but. Uh, yeah, this is the first time I had a bunch of Americans on my team where we like actually liked doing stuff together outside of the court. Um, so uh, one of my teammates' girlfriend was very proactive in getting things going um, for us, and just like a random plan one night was to get us to go to, to, this to escape the room, escape room downtown in Greece, in Athens, Greece, downtown Greece. <laughs> yeah. So my biggest thing was like I don't know Greek, so how would they communicate to us? Okay. Inside the so room. Like, how's I, this going to happen? I was, I was a little paranoid, like, trying to figure out what was going to happen, never did anything. So then they put us in the room. But the first thing was, 
I'm like five six, and these guys are <laughs> seven foot six six. And they, they even fit in the room. They, like, they, they put us in a. I'm glad you. Oh, hold on. I'm glad you actually admitted your height. <laughs> that's the that's the first time we're making in all the years that I've known you that you actually admit your height. Oh, uh, that's fantastic. So they put us in straight jackets and then handcuffed us and had us in a line, and they put me in the back, and then you slowly like walk in and they slowly like separate you, and I was the last one. So I guess they put me in the last one because I was the smallest, so they put me in like a little cubby hole. And you were sure that you were going into I, an escape room. We were hopeful. <laughs> okay. We were quite hopeful. Yeah. And so I was just, just like, sure. <laughs> I, I hope I was. And then like, finally like we heard a noise and they beep and then um, I started freaking out a little bit because there, I couldn't hear anyone and I was locked up in a little small place. Then I finally heard people talking and communicating. I was like, I'm stuck in here. Looked inside and kind of figured out how to work my way out. And so long story short, we figured out, we, we went through it, we escaped. It was really cool. And so then when I got out, I was like, man, you know, what if we don't have this in Gainesville? Oh, so you escaped? Yes. Yes. Yeah, it was Guantanamo Bay was the thing. Don't with the act other like room. you guys are natural escapers. <laughs> oh, we, we got help. We got a lot of help. We got, okay. we got so they were giving you clues? <laughs> yeah. A were little they speaking bit. the clues in English? No, it was on the computer screen um, up yeah, top. Typing it in. Yeah. Uh, okay. But it was awesome. It was Guantanamo Bay theme um, where you had to like unscrew a locker off the wall and remove it. And then you had to make this makeshift like hook to go through the gel cell to scoop off the key. And then you had to decode this thing. And then you had to take the yeah. air. Un, undo the air vent and, and climb underneath and, and, uh, the, 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 uh, the hallway and, yeah. and then escape. It was it was awesome. Yeah, One of the best give, we've ever done. Give you a, the best part of it was they give you a gun but it's a lighter and you take it up and put it to the fire sprinkler. So when I clicked it, the bed broke so they thought I was shooting the gun. Everybody hit the floor and I threw the gun. Oh no. <laughs> and then the fire alarm the sprinklers come out. It was really cool. It, it was, was really cool. nice. Yeah. It was, um, it was a fun experience and like I said, when we got done I was like, we don't have this in Gainesville. So in my mind, that night, as a hustler I am, like somebody I want to keep moving on, I, I stayed up to like four o'clock in the morning writing out escape rooms and themes off of that. I was like, man, I can try to get this in Gainesville. So in my mind, we went to call him back. Um, I didn't know there was two, ones, uh, two escape rooms here already. Didn't know anything about them. So we started just grinding and grinding, making phone calls, and it slowly started coming. So it was it was a, it was a process because Gainesville was like a hard place to uh, to get a business started, based on the city. And we put straight jackets in in torture chambers. They didn't allow that the first time. Not happy. They were not. <laughs> they're like, no, we're pretty sure straight jackets is that's against code yeah. for sure. There's no yeah. doubt about it. <laughs> things 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 lined up for us, uh, especially with Corey, with it, where he works at and the, and the people that he works for. Uh, having that the building that we we are located in downtown. Uh, Gain, downtown Gainesville on University that we knew the owner of the build, building really well and and uh, once we found a franchise that we wanted to go through because we didn't know anything about starting one from scratch um, definitely wish we could have you know if, if we knew then what we knew now we would have loved to <laughs> to do it on our own but it's it's been a learning process and we're, we're just very thankful that um, we've been able to do it for 20 months now it's been it's been it's been a roller coaster but it's been fun I can't believe you escaped your first room. Yes. Hold on, so was it like the beginner room? No. Did they have levels? Yes. It was the probably the medium. They have medium. one where like a zombie accomplice, like the zombies just like follow you throughout the whole room, like live actors and do all that. I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that was another room that uh that we did called the curse. And it what's so sad about it is like when you take yourself out of the room and you think about it, you're like 
the the person chasing you it's, it's a like tiny girl maybe she's a buck ten soaking wet five six and but she's wrapped up as a mummy and she she uh comes alive every like 15 minutes because that's the curse of the room it's a dark oh, room man. with fog but you are scared oh my god it's, ter- it's, it's terrifying like my six foot nine 250 self is running around the room screaming from this little girl about to touch me because if you get touched that means like you have to go out of the room for like five minutes but uh, that was that was an amazing experience we wanted to bring that to Gainesville but we were afraid of our employees getting knocked out <laughs> yeah. we, 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 we tried it a couple so, times and it didn't work so well a couple people were swinging at us swing yeah, yeah. Swinging. So, yeah. stay away from that for sure so, so what year was that? Like, when was that? Uh, that would have been 2016 and 17 was when we we did a bunch of escape rooms together in Greece. In Greece. Okay, so by the time you know that that experience wraps up, you're you're coming back to Gainesville. Like, were you, I mean, were you still playing ball over there? Or? Yeah, I was still playing ball over there. Okay, yeah, so I had, long, of, had a lot of free guess, time. Yeah, so I guess like how long was like the process between like you know being like, all right, man, do you like? Like, well, I want to kind of know what those conversations were like. You guys are like four o'clock in the morning. Like, hey, like we should take this to Gainesville. It was, it was me by myself up. Okay. He was asleep, and I just started. <laughs> we we <I> started. <laughs> we first started talking about it together, but you you were more invested into it than I. You had the vision because uh, I I just was like I just don't know. You you had the vision for it and um, started started jotting down and putting things together, uh, but. So how long, how long did it take you to execute? Yeah, be uh, like, All right, it, it could have been it could have been faster, but I was not gonna leave Greece that right away. I love that place, mm. so I kind of like enjoyed my vacation, and then once my time was up, when I got back, um, then that's when it started hustling. So it took us to get started with everything a year just to get the plans and the building, and then once we got that, it took another year. Okay. So about two years of planning and, and getting everything. And, and when we you were over in Greece doing your research, were you like you were looking up like franchises because you're like, oh man, we really want to kind of have did, somebody who's done this before. I or? didn't want to go with a franchise at first because I wanted to just start on my own because I heard the ups and downs with franchises. So then everyone kind of told us like, for your first business, try to go with a franchise to get your name out there. So then we all agreed to go with a top franchise here. Okay. So you guys opened May May of 2018. May of 2018. Yep. Oh, so we're approaching year two. Yes. So how's it been? It's been great. It's been really good. Like he said, ups and downs, but um, it's more of uh, fixing everything now. So (laughs) um, kind of waiting on people to come and fix it. I decided, you know what? Why wait on somebody? Go try yourself. Look on YouTube. See how to do some wires and stuff. So, well, one of the rooms, Crisis, um, one of the wires was messed up. So I decided, okay, I know how to do wiring myself. Um, and one of the employees was like, hey, Corey, I think you should turn off the room because you're messing with live wires. I said, okay. In my mind, I thought he went in the back and turned off the room. Well, he didn't. So I cut the wire and put it in my mouth. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Passed out, peed on myself. <laughs> oh, Woke up, was like, God. Yeah, that was me. He's alive. I'm good. We, we're just very thankful that he's alive sitting here with us right now. Oh, man. 
<laughs> I, I was trying to hurry up and get the group in, and I just hit the ground. I kind of got back up. I was like, oh, a little shaky. I was like, I'm okay, I'm okay. And uh, she was like, Are you okay? Like, man, this this room is like legit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm good. I looked down. I was like, nobody has to know that. So I had read in my office, like, I'm good. He was like, Are you sure? I was like, Yeah, I'm okay. I was like, God, I don't feel so good. Like, I was nervous. I was like, All right, I'm gonna go back in there. And now, like, now before I got here, the room was messed up again. So I go in there, kind of shaky. Like, Hey, the room's off. They were like, Yeah, it's off. And I was like, I I can't do it. <laughs> I didn't know you peed on yourself. <laughs> yeah, I peed. On, I peed on <laughs> it's like it's, it's it's common. It's common when you get tased or whatever they say you pee on yourself too. So I was like, whatever. But I didn't know until I kind of looked down and seen it. It just happened so quick. I was, guess I was holding so, it. Yeah, in entrepreneurship, we call this uh, lessons in failure. <laughs> you learn. Oh yeah. <laughs> you learn from that mistake. And as that. long as you live from it, right, you can learn. But I'm good now. I can wire everything well. You know, I just that room, like that room, gets me. Asylum, I'm good. Pandemic, like, I'm that, good. That second YouTube video was a much better explainer. That <laughs> no, it know? was just it was just get, get the wire cutter. I was like, all right, my tooth can my teeth can just pull it out really quick. As soon as as soon as I just knew it, it was out. Okay, so. <laughs> I'm like I'm like thinking because so I've we've done this we've taken the team over there we've we've done mm-hmm. this experience right and like I I did asylum and so I'm thinking you lost by the way yeah thanks for reminding <laughs> me but they like to like poke fun at the fact that I did not escape um, but uh, you know I'm doing this room and there's there's a lot of stuff in there right like I'm like looking at pictures I'm like feeling around pictures trying to figure trying to figure all this mess out right I mean how how often does something break oh my gosh <laughs> like that is that's, you were talking about the one in, in Greece where you had to like you had to like literally unscrew, take off unscrew yeah. take off a locker and stuff I mean the, there's a lot of so things we, we broke a couple stuff in that room and in, in Greece we broke a couple stuff I mean little small minor stuff um it's okay to break we have replacements back like backed up ready to go but when we it says do not touch I know you're in the escape room like that's a reason it says do not touch 9 out of 10 people are gonna touch it they're gonna take it it says do not lift they're gonna lift it they lift it up they they mess up a wire okay. so it's it's every other it's, room it's almost say every day. break every other room like every other group would break something maybe you can like incorporate like shock collars or something that'd be great I love that idea (laughs) do we need to get insurance for that (laughs) see John John, Dar John Dar (laughs) this this week's episode John Dar insurance can insure for liability when you shock somebody with a shock collar (laughs) I mean they get close do not touch do not touch (laughs) I might just put something on there yeah Yeah. the shock collar right on it but that is that's definitely our, our number one day to day issue but of something breaking, of something that maybe wasn't put in there correctly and just not, because the escape rooms need to be very durable. And that's something we didn't account for in the initial push is that, oh, we're not gonna have to worry about just resetting the rooms in time. Uh, and resetting the room is like, after one uh, group goes through it, you get 10, 15 minutes, our escape artists go 10, 15 minutes to set the room up exactly as it was before. But the biggest issue is people just being too rough with things. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we're very fortunate that we've never had to close a room down in our 20 months of being open. When I say that, just like blocking the room off so we could put maintenance in that room. So we're extremely blessed that Corey is just a man of all trades that he can fix just about anything. When he can't, he'll, you know, we'll he'll go and get some help from somewhere else, but 95% of the time this man has fixed anything in that place. It's amazing. I've learned 
<laughs> but asylum, asylum, a lot of stuff is going to break in asylum because of the jump scares. Yeah. And we love to see people get scared. So we make sure we scare them all the time. They're, they're That's running That's your favorite stuff. part, isn't it? Run, oh, my goodness. It gets them every time. Every time. And I feel bad for them. But then again, it's like, ha, ha, you're here. You, you know what you're getting yourself into. So it's, 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 it's been good, man. So are all like... I mean, I'll be honest, like, y'all's is the only room I've ever been to. I mean, do most of them have, like, a easy, medium difficulty, like, range? Or? Yes, they do. So we... Because we the asylum, like, the one that I did is the difficult so one. So it's the hardest one. So then again, I stopped doing easy, medium, and hard because when someone does the easy room and it's too hard for them and they go do the hard room and it's kind of easy for them. So it's like, <laughs> what do you say to someone? So, right. so most people say asylum is really hard. Then I have groups that says crisis is really hard and they do asylum. Pandemic is still going to be the medium. They, they people, that's, that's the go-to room for them. But I just stuck between crisis and asylum of which one is actually is the hardest. Do people like? Do people? Is this like gaming to some people? Like, do they go and do all of? Has there been somebody who's accomplished like all the rooms? Yes, there's There's. a lot of people that have done all three rooms and waiting on the fourth one. Um, We did have face off there. The fourth one wasn't built right, so we kind of shut it down really fast. Stuff was breaking too fast in it. So then you have people that's like really gamers that come in there and they ask for no clues. They don't want you to talk to them. And they would go in there and if they don't escape, they go to a bar, get get some drinks <laughs> and come back. And they, they I've seen a couple groups set records in the room from just leaving and getting no. mad. Yes. Are you serious? So yes. they like, they'll redo the same room? No, they'll Uh-oh. go do another room. Okay. If I didn't work so much, <laughs> that would probably be me. Because <laughs> people have a lot of pride in there, man. Yeah. And then I tell, the best thing is when you watch friends go into a room and then you watch family. Friends kind of argue a little bit mm-hmm. and kind of, you can tell who's the leader of the group. But when you got family, everyone's yelling at each other. They like they want to fight each other in oh there. My goodness. And it's just, it's wow. Because like, you're, you're with your closest people. So you're going to show your. Does you anybody show, go in friends and leave not friends? <laughs> well, we definitely had a case where a, a couple came in and it was their, their first date. Oh, I guarantee no. you they did. There wasn't a second there date after that. There was not a second date after that one. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. You're like, that didn't go well. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a good way to kind of figure things out in that environment. When they first got in there, they were all talking, and all of a sudden they were just like quiet, like library in there. I was like, are they not going to communicate to each other? She stood on the corner, he stood in the corner, and I was just like, all right, this is over for them. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) They probably met off Tinder or something and decided to meet there. Ladies, if you want a chance to see if the guy is right for you, take him to an escape room and you'll know real quick yeah so you'll yes. save a lot of money that's the answer wow that's smart. a lot of heartbreak for sure yeah Dude. so what you got mike no it's, yeah. I, that's brilliant i just delayed the yeah. inevitable so what what made you want to come back to gainesville like you're originally from jacksonville right yes so, sir so you guys have roots in there where are you from Corey? gainesville you are from here so, ACR, baby. so is ACR. that why you guys decided to establish this in gainesville yes I, I focus on the, the, the environment of Gainesville, the students and the business and how Gainesville is building. So I was just thought about like being here plus from UF, like having coming back, giving back to Gainesville a little bit. So mm-hmm. I was like, hey, let's just try to do Gainesville and we'll donate to this whenever we make and make a successful business here. So I was just like, bring it back here. That's cool. Yeah, definitely. It was it was a pretty easy decision for, for me, for us. Uh, Gainesville just made the most sense with my name being a Florida, Florida athlete, one of the, the greatest guys athletes you know I don't consider myself that uh, it was just a oh great, come on be a, honest seriously it was serious. I'm one of Gainesville's greatest entrepreneurs yeah you absolutely you are in Gainesville's the world greatest podcast. You absolutely in are. the world with the greatest podcast <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't consider myself that but uh, 
you know, just using my name and my platform of bringing something to Gainesville that people could really enjoy and enjoy and experience. And the opportunity just lined up the the location, uh, the franchise, everything just seemed uh, like the perfect decision. Being able to have him him here. Uh, to work work things as well as our, our other partner that could come and and go in whenever we need help. So things just, you know, they were able to convince me, and and I was just convinced that it was the the perfect time and perfect place, and we just made it happen. Uh, in what ways have you been able to use your influence to build the business? Well, there is uh, well something really cool that that happened for me was um, there's this Wells Fargo advertisement um, that I got um, the opportunity to do. And it, it, through the UAA, uh, I believe, I can't try to remember exactly, but I, I think it was through the UAA, sponsored by Wells Fargo, uh, they come in, um, interview, or do a, make a commercial for former athletes. And because I was a former former athlete in Gainesville, they went through the whole escape room and I got to answer some questions. And they've been playing that advertisement on in uh, gymnastics games, black basketball games, uh, anything in the in the exact tech. So that's, that's one way. That's cool. Uh, social media, of course. Um, going out to events, speaking, radio, my connections that I have uh, in Gainesville. I've been on the radio. Uh, I get to do a lot of free advertisement things just because of my name. And I'm like, dang, I'm going to take anything and everything we can get. Uh, and just the fact that I'm six foot nine, <laughs> uh, I use my platform sometimes, not just to talk about the business, but it gives me a chance to talk to people and, and then also get, gives me an opportunity to, to talk about the business as well. All those things. That's cool. I mean, has it been a challenge from the like from a balance standpoint for you? I guess for you specifically, because you were going overseas, because you're playing ball overseas. Yeah. And I mean, I don't even. I'm not even really familiar with the seasons and stuff yeah. over there. But I mean, are you are you able to do some work remotely while you're over there, or is it like you're going over there focusing on that, and then you come back and you're all in here on on this thing? Like, well, as, what's what's I, that well, format as, like? Well, as you know starting any business is a jump of risk and there's fear in that and we started the whole idea when I was overseas initially and you can imagine the trepidations and uh, uncertainty that I was experiencing at that time and just like you know this is a lot of money and is it really going to work and how much am I going to be able to trust you know my friends and because I know we all have the same goal but are they gonna be able to handle what it's gonna take? And I had all those questions and, and doubts, but I was like, you know what? I am going to just take this jump, and I believe that this is an opportunity that we can't pass up, and I know we we all communicate so well. It, it was a little shaky at first, figuring out how to communicate uh, amongst the three of us at first, but we were able just to uh, allow things to kind of just flow and just see where each other fit in with their roles. Corey does an excellent job on the day-to-day stuff, um, and we just all we all just communicate uh, in such a fantastic way that we can just have the vision for the future and just always optimistic and seeing good things coming with the business and just not stressing ourselves out too much. That's that's a huge thing, you know. We we want success, that's but we're awesome. not, hmm? I stressed every day. Not, but not, but but not, but not to the point. Uh, I'm but basically, not, I'm basically but not, but not to the point where you're like freaking. Oh, like well, you're so stressed because you're working two jobs. I mean, I'm a hustler. <laughs> that, you're, you're burning. We do it to ourselves, don't we? He, burning the candle he's burning the candle at both, at both ends. So that's that's uh, you know the thing with him. It's but like me, it's like oh, one business isn't enough. Mm. Ah, two businesses. But you know, let's, I, I'm yeah, on exactly. a podcast too. Let's do that. Let's do a yeah, podcast. Man. Communication is key. 
in not just relate not just relationships, but in everything in life, wherever you want to go. So that's been the key with me feeling comfortable, um, not having to actually physically be here all the time. So it's mostly focus him focus on basketball, and I'll handle what I got to handle part of the business. And if I need help, I can reach out. So that's that's where the roles come in. Like you focus on that, I focus on this. Plus, I got another job, full time job, two full time jobs. Mm-hmm. So it's it's balancing. I'm doing well now. Before I was stressed to the max and learn how to balance stress and and mm-hmm. ask people for help and figure out everything. And now everything is just smooth, and I know how to handle everything now. So it's been a blessing. What's been the biggest surprise so far? You're like, when you got into it, you're like, ah, you had no idea that this thing would have happened, and it happened. Hmm. Biggest surprise. The biggest surprise. Um, let's see. I got you. The biggest surprise for me was uh, about four o'clock in the morning. Um, some group of kids or guys from downtown decided to walk by the escape room and look at the window and then see who's has the strongest kick and kicked our window in. Okay. And so I was like, okay, the alarm didn't go off or anything like that. And then the employee came the next morning and she's like freaking out. She's riding back and forth down the store thinking somebody's in the store breaking in. And then so I go in there, I look around, there's no one in there. And I checked, the alarm didn't go off. And so I was like, all right, let me figure out this. So I like go back and check the cameras and I, they kicked every single window to see which one they can kick in. Well, other than that, that's been the biggest surprise. Another thing is probably the employee forgot the code to the alarm and the police had to come out there. <laughs> and other than that, it's been, it's been, it's been really good. Uh, I guess the amount of how much uh, uh, times, how much things break in the escape room, I don't think we were, we were ready for that, prepared for that. Um, and just how the franchise kind of like, just kind of like just threw us at the driver's wheel and didn't like uh, you know they just they they put no us in the driver they no put us, help. They ready, put us ready, in the driver's seat no help and they jumped out of the car <laughs> 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 yeah. pretty much they're like here's you need this all right good luck uh, but fortunately we're we're pretty smart guys and have been able to adjust and adapt and you know we haven't messed up that bad yet we're still here. <laughs> Uh, has that been like uh, a fina- financial surprise at all? I mean, that, when you have to go and fix the rooms, is there a lot of money that has to be invested, or is no? It like really, no. That's that's right, been good. really good. The the biggest uh, thing a surprise for me also was um, how they built the rooms. To me, like they didn't build it to withstand yeah. anything. Yeah. Like if I go inside, if I go to your house and hang up a. A, a portrait or something that's very expensive, I'm gonna screw it into a stud. I'm not gonna screw it into your drywall to where when someone grabs it, the whole thing falls off in your wall, kind of comes in. So it's just, I think my biggest lesson learned is trusting yourself and trust locally and trust your local people to do better than someone else that comes in and don't know nothing about your city. That's, yeah, that, that's my biggest thing I would ever learn. I will stay local and make sure someone here can get the job done that way if I know that if I can call them, I don't have to wait three weeks. Mm-hmm. They're in town, they'll stop by and let me know instead of sitting here. The reason I learned how to do all this is because waiting for so long for someone to come help me, it's like, I'm just gonna do it myself. Yeah. So that, that's that's the biggest thing, like to me, it's just learning and, and learning how to do things on your own and not rely on everyone anymore. So how do you grow this? Is there plans to scale, scale this, get a bigger space here in Gainesville, go to different cities? like? That's been up in the air right now, trying to figure out what's the next step, what we're gonna do. Um, 
we tried to go upstairs and, and rent upstairs and try to figure out another plan or and something like that to add more rooms. I, mm-hmm. I really would like to get away from this and go like our own kind of way mm-hmm. and, and do it ourselves. And because if, if I go in to another franchise and they don't not there to help, you know what I mean? It's like, what's the point of having those people there? Yeah. I have a great idea. We can create an escape room that's called Escape the Scooter Dealership. <laughs> and you like go into the room, and there's scooters, and you have to try to escape the dealership, and it could be sponsored by us. And <laughs> You really could. It doesn't take too much. Cool. It doesn't take too much to, to really make a basic one, yeah. So how does a professional plan out an escape room? Because like, that sounds like a terrible saying? idea. <laughs> oh, come on. I thought it was brilliant. So, no, but really, like, what goes in your mind when you're like, okay, I'm going to start a new room. Like, What kind of research do you do? Um, I mean, obviously, you've been to a couple, and you kind of see some things that you like, but like, how, how, do, you, how do you make one from scratch? So you would, you would think of something that people like or something you really like. So I would, would do like a jail cell, like a prisoner, you get dressed up, and you try to escape. So I'll put a, the bed in there and figure out everything, like little stuff that they would use inside of jail cell to you to escape. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like Shawshank Redemption, right. yes. yeah, something like that. Um, I thought about doing the one like um, the jungle, like a jungle theme where you try to like use snakes and stuff in there to try to figure out. Um, then another thing I wanted to do was like a hangover one, like you're drunk, you gotta know different stuff in there. Like, And then another one I wanted to do is, uh, is really, it's like, I thought about which one was it. Uh, the I have so many of in my head. I was gonna say, that sounds like something yeah, that you your brain's never really off. It's, yeah, it's right. just I have <laughs> I have so many ideas that I want to do. But my number one was um, the the jail. So with the slide coming in, people can slide in through the front when they come in, like they escape what we did in Greece, and focus on that. And the number two one is a jungle. Like I have those written out right now. Cool. So I'm just trying to figure out if I want to go my own route and what I want to do with that. Um, it's mostly you can look online and see what kind of props they have, or you can create your own props. A lot of a lot of props come from China, that's for sure. Almost everything, so it's a uh, kind of a hassle to deal with things when they break. Sometimes, and when you have an escape room, don't do a basic one because that's the first question you get when people call you: Is your room basic? What, is if, that, what does that mean? If you just walk in, there's nothing there. It's just like four locks in there, and you're stuck in one room. Okay. P- people don't want to pay for that because they, they feel like they're wasting their money. Because the mall tried to open an escape room, and they had five rooms, and we got kind of eight rooms, and we got kind of nervous. It was like, uh-oh, somebody's coming to compete with us. Well, I sent my employees in. I said, go check it out. Well, they go in there. You're stuck in one room the entire time. And then they come in there, and they get you an iPad, and, and they have to look where you at, go back to the front desk, figure out the clue, then come back in there and tell you hmm. what, what, what your next step is. We don't do that. Okay. We have multiple rooms in there, and then our employees sit behind a computer and watch you. They'll talk to you over a microphone and give you a clue. We don't want to mess with your experience. Every time you have to stop someone in and out, they don't like that. And you're going from room to room to room and yeah. it locks other yeah. rooms. Yep, exactly. And we, we don't have just locks. We have jump scares. You have different little props in there that's weird, like that you've seen experience, like pushing stuff and stuff unlock. You hear stuff in there. So it's, yeah. it's not just like the not basic. basic. Not yeah, basic you definitely at all. feel like, I, I like the progress. You feel like you're making progress right. when, the, when you see a door unlock. You're yeah. like, 
Oh, I'm not that stupid. I'm almost there. <laughs> that's like, that's, that's the number one, one question. Really? <laughs> that's the number one question. Are we that stupid? <laughs> Are we that stupid? I love the the props for the pictures at the end too. That, that's always it good. was all me. Photo. Yeah. <laughs> well, good job. It, it was all me, or I should have studied more in school. Is one. Oh, of I that. thought you were saying that you all that's all your credit. I'm like, well, that was smart. Good Te- job. Tequila would have made this better. Yeah. <laughs> hey, um, so like when you guys started this in Gainesville. I mean, did you did you think, I guess is the demographic what you thought it was going to be? Like, did you think like, oh man, this is gonna be all, I mean, especially with your influence, like, oh man, all the college students are gonna come, it's gonna be a college student thing. Cause I mean, obviously with new, like, new Scooters for Less, right. Scooter Shop, like 95% of our customers are students. Yeah. Like, was that what you guys thought? Like, what are what are the demographics of we people We were who are taught to focus on business. Yeah. Students are always gonna come. They're gonna find it and then figure it out. So we're focused on um, companies um, for uh, corporate events, corporate events okay. and team, Holiday team, parties, team, bo- all team bonding. Stuff. So you hire a new crew for Shans or Walmart. They'll sit them there to, so they see how good they work together. Yeah, throw them in a torture chamber together. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and you, you, you'll find out who's a leader in that group. So we've had companies coming there where the owners or the the um, HRs and all that would sit back and oh, watch Oh, so they're like watching wa- over your shoulder. Yes, Absolutely. they watch oh, them in the room yeah, to, see, smart. to see who the leaders oh, are and see how yeah. people work yeah. together and, and see how they respond. <laughs> That's actually really smart. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic, man. It's really cool. They so were, they're like looking over your shoulder at the screen of the team trying to get out of the room. Uh, dude, I, we're gonna start doing people that. People truly, <laughs> man, smart. it's nuts, man. People really show their, show their true colors. When they like actually wanna play or like excited, like they'll show their true colors in that room. Some Somebody's gonna be an alpha and just, it, you get two alphas in there, it's gonna be a bad experience for everyone. They're just like, are you, do this, do this, get over here, uh, you're stupid. I'm like, dang, bro, it's just a game. <laughs> like, it's down. not real life. <laughs> have you done the the voiceover stuff, the answering questions, like, have you done that? The voiceover stuff? Yeah, like when you're when people ask for a clue, right? They'll ask for a clue. Oh, no. Have escape artist. Oh, an escape artist? No, I haven't done it. Escape artist, that's what they're called? Yes. Right. Uh, I've messed around with it a little bit, but I leave it to I'm just wondering if I ever go to a room and I'm like, yeah, I need a clue, please, and I hear Patrick Young's voice well, come over. Because the thing, your voice has to be, hey, team, you might want to try looking under there. I'm like, come on now. That's, I'm good. <laughs> you have to smile and talk to say that. The corporate. customer service voice? Yes. All right. So, I mean, since the demographic is is a lot of team building stuff, a lot of businesses, a lot, I mean, does the seasonality of Gainesville affect you at all or no? Man, like, do you see nuts. like summer drop? So, or so is summer like, is our biggest month. It's our biggest month. Really? Because nuts. people come home from college and come home, uh, come home and don't nothing to do. So they start finding new things here and they'll start going there. Or they get bored yep. and find new things to do. So when, when people are in town and come back, there's so many other things you got going on, they'll just skip around. But summertime is just our biggest months. Was that unex- unexpected for you guys? Definitely unexpected. Yeah, because Definitely. everyone who came here was saying that, oh, the summer, you the, sun, you the know. summer is so bad. Like, oh, yeah. you guys are gonna crush close. it in the fall when the students exactly. come back. In the fall, winter, like, spring, yeah. But summertime was busy. Everything, was everything's on the up and up. We just We definitely need to get this fourth room in there um, just to be working at full capacity and um, then we can focus on other things, just getting people, more people in there and just more, we need, we need to get on campus more, absolutely getting students in. That's gonna be a staple for sure. Uh, students are gonna always come here, new students in and out every single year, but we wanna get into the corporate uh, frame of things consistently. That's cool. Do you have to change over the rooms a lot? Or are they still the original ones? We, we are still at the original okay. ones right now. We're in the process of trying to get a new room. 
and we have a fan base that's sitting there waiting, like waiting, calling every day. Hey, is there a new room, new room available? New room available? Like, hey, we're we're getting there. We're mm-hmm. getting there. So yeah. it's 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 a process because you got to get approved to do this. You got to get approved to yeah. do that. And if they deny it, then you got to start something else. Yep. Like we tried to bring a virtual reality room here, then it's just it's just so much we're trying to do. Oh, and dude, it's just, VR would have been pretty cool. Yeah, VR would be expensive, nuts. man. Yeah, Nine, yeah. ninety grand. For one room, for one, one room. for one for, for VR, four chairs. for four chairs, ninety grand, and that's the cheapest you can find. Wow, we were like, oh, nope, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> Startup life. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, man, we could with ninety grand, you could do so many, so many other things with that money. Yeah. That one's gonna stay in the infancy phase. <laughs> Did you guys have? I mean, how many team members do you guys have? Right now, it's eight. Eight. Okay. Did you guys have experience managing? team members before you started this franchise or has that all been a new experience i've had a little some experience of it so but it's been uh it's been a journey with them too especially like having students man this generation don't want to work they want to just play on the phone watch out watch out podcast battles watch out it's okay it's all right i'm ready for it i'm ready for it i I can battle (laughs) yeah they want they want to sit up front and just play on their phones a little bit then when something happened they freaked out and called me right away and i'm just like you can handle situations on your own just just they don't want to try no like they want to do we're not going to name any employees we love them all equally and they're all fantastic they're they're waiting to hear this too but (laughs) but and they if they feel some type of way by the things that we're saying they know it's them but some they won't even they'll just do the threshold the bare minimum won't go the you know not that you have to go above and beyond but it's like dang we shouldn't have to hold your hand and direct you to every single thing you need to do on a daily basis like we have some employees that have been there since day one in since May of 2018 and it's still like He's getting phone calls he shouldn't be getting on things that they should certainly know how to take care of. And what is the process? Like you said, dealing with students, just got accepted. We actually have a sign on our door right there that you can see that says, come up with three solutions to your problem. And, and it's a little bit <laughs> controversial because like, I don't ever want to put off like the sign, like I'm not going to help you. Right. But it's to try to get people to engage and be like, okay, like what, what would our leadership say about this problem that I'm presenting to them and try to get them into that frame of mind of like, walking through those steps than just relying on the crutch of asking somebody, yeah. you know? And they quick the call. Yeah. I mean, what kind of advice would you give them to kind of get, get past that? Because I, I... I'm still trying to figure if, it like, out. The, I mean, the good news, if I had to say, like, the good news is that they're not all that way. They're not. Yeah. Like, they're, no. they're, they're, there are some out there that are very, very driven. I've, I've, worked, I've worked with plenty of them. Um, I agree with you. You got to, like, sift you know, through them and like, and really try to define the right ones. But uh, I was just kind of curious if you had any advice. No, on I like mean, what definitely. It sounds like you empower them to make the decisions and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but like maybe they're afraid to. And uh, I think getting to the root of that is why, like it, sometimes it's, you know, are you afraid, are you afraid to screw up because you feel like you're going to get in trouble or lose your job? Uh, or are you, you know, like, well, what's the reason that's holding you back? And that's what I try to figure mm-hmm. out. Um, because then if it's, if it's a afraid to lose your job, that's where we always go back to our core values. We have a list of 12 core values and we tell them, look, like if you're making a, if you're making a decision, no matter how big or small it is, if you can cite one of those and you're doing it within the best interest then you're, you're not going to lose your job. I might tell you a thousand different ways to handle this once I learn about it. But like if you were consulting a core value, you're going to be fine. Right. Um, but trying to figure out why they're hesitant to make those decisions, I think is. Yeah. They just don't want to make a mistake. Right. 
I think that's the biggest thing. I mean, I think, you know, it's, it's hard because I like, I look at the evolution of our business. You know, it's been six, you know, 16 years in March. My God. Wow. Um, you know, it can and, drive a scooter. And I've had, and I've had, <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, he can drive uh, a scooter. Yeah. <laughs> about me and scooters. <laughs> I've had, uh, oh, that sounds like a story. Oh, I'll have to get back home. Oh, yeah. Oh. Write that one down. Yeah. I've had, um, you know, I've had plenty of college students that that have worked here, and I think I think it's trying. I think you just got to really try to instill some, you know, some sense of purpose in this job because I think it's just easy to look at this as like, oh, this is just a college job. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a college job; it doesn't really matter. But if you can make it matter and and really instill some purpose in what they're doing now and mm-hmm. how it's really going to benefit them later. Um, then I, th- I think you can get there. And but that's but, I, I, but I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I try about. to tell them, like, hey, listen, if you want to use me as a reference, like, am I going to write saying that you worked here and if you're doing a bad job and then that that America's Escape Game is going to be entitled on your resume and you get there and you're horrible and they're going to be like, well, I thought you said this person was good. So I try to tell them, hey, listen, I need you to handle this. If you have managers, call them and, and they're there having them the situation, then they can't handle the situation, call me. They skip the manager, they call me. Hey, this and this and that, did you call the manager? No, why? Like, just kind of get to that because I'm so busy, mm. I have to stop what I'm doing to come back and I tell them, I, I have a meeting, it's like, hey, break it down, this has to be done. Now, slowly, like, they're doing it now, but they get in this panic mode where they freak out for a mm-hmm. second and now they just panic and come to me. If something breaks in the room, hey, the group's done, hey, uh, Corey, this broke in the room, I have no problem with it. But don't wait two weeks to tell me later that the room's broke. Yeah. Just tell me right away. I mean, I remember. I remember those days, man. I remember. I, I mean, I remember like trying to go on a vacation, and I would spend the entire vacation taking phone calls from my team, trying to fix every single problem. So, so I know. But I and think then he got I think me. it's a learning experience for you guys, and I think it's a learning experience for them. You yeah, just gotta it is. like slowly, slowly make progress, step by step. You'll get, you'll get there. Yeah, being this young and and figuring out figuring out things and learning, living and learning. It's It's been a process. Definitely learning some good learning, lessons. Learning some good learning lessons. Some really good lessons through it all. And, so, and, I, and I'm not afraid to ask for help from people above me to figure out what's the best solution to do. So it's, all right, so what's the biggest lesson then? <laughs> Don't go the franchise route. <laughs> uh, is it really? Oh, <laughs> uh, no, that's not the biggest lesson. Um, I think when, when making decisions of doing investments, it's, it's, no one ever regrets. I mean, you may, may regret going too slow in, instead of jumping on the opportunity, but it's better than jumping in an opportunity too quickly and, you know, saying, dang, I can't get out of this now. And fortunately, we, you know, I think we did jump into it a little bit quick, but we didn't want to lose the opportunity. We should have done a little bit more, more research, more, research, more planning, more research. But we, we were just so trusting of ourselves versus and trusting the franchise and, trusting and, what, the, and what they we, put we down put on too, paper. We put too much faith in what we thought they would bring and give to us, uh, and and that was that was a mistake. You need at the end of the day, you know this. No one's going to care about your business more than you are. Yeah. No one's going to put forth the same amount of effort or like think about it, dream about it, see have the vision for it, except you. Mm-hmm. So we didn't fully. Uh, put that down on paper in a way or that we all just like, okay, in five, 10 years, we're gonna be here and this is how we're gonna do it. So that that was that is the biggest lesson for us now. Fortunately, God's allowed us to uh, go through this grace period where we can still figure things out and uh, you know we're still kicking. We still have a chance to, to find some great success. Yeah. You know what, do you think uh, 
So I, I'm like looking at my own life in a lot of this. Like I get super excited about things. Yeah. <laughs> Were you guys like really excited, like just like ready to pull that trigger? Like let's go, let's go. I mean, or based on how they explain it to us and how they how they made it feel, I was like, okay, it looked they was telling really good, made oh, us man. feel really excited about ourselves. Of course, man, they're trying to sell and, a franchise. Exactly. Bro, let's go. They exactly. sold us. They sold us free water. <laughs> 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 yeah yeah they, they sold just, us free water exactly does, does it taste good I mean <laughs> it was like I was like everything they said sounded good they had all these planned out and it was just like this is how it goes and then they just left us they put us out in the desert gave us one bottle of water for three guys and figure out how y'all gonna survive off of this you know what we're still here we survive so it's a lesson learned and, and my, my like I said if I ever go back, I would just trust local. Mm-hmm. Get get advice from people local. I was told that a lot of businesses in Gainesville don't last. If you survive one year here, you're doing really good. Multiple years, because if you can put open a business here in Gainesville, you can almost open up anywhere based on how it is here. So we're feeling kind of good right yeah, now. Yeah, we're, we're, you know, when we ever get a chance to talk to the, the owners of the franchise, he always says we're the best. We are the best franchise, uh, franchisee, franchisee, franchisee of the other location. That and he's like, if you guys weren't in Gainesville, you would be thriving. Um, you know, there's Orlando, there's Sawgrass, Tampa, Ole Miss, and Oxford, Oxford, Oxford. Ole Miss, and us. And we're we are <laughs> trying to sell you guys another franchise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, trying to sell us another franchise for sure. It's, it's just, it's just trust trusting and then it, it it's not it's quick for them to get money but it takes forever for them to come help us <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know you got that monthly fee they don't hesitate on that but if i say hey man we need help in this room it's gonna be a wait yeah so crickets I, so i don't know how like deep you guys want to go into that but i mean like is there anything that's keeping you from i mean because you said you could do this on your own now you like you know the the path you know what you had you know you know what to do you know how to run this i mean is there anything that would keep you from doing so Right now, yeah, uh, contracts, contracts, okay. yeah, absolutely, yeah, okay. that's contracts. it. Yeah, I mean that's a big reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And fortunately, you know what they did, you know, not to sucker us in, but make the deal sweeter. You know, some of the rooms that we paid for, you know, pay for them over three years instead of having to pay everything. Because we, the rooms that we have, are, that we, we can, like, we have the freedom to make our own rooms. But in, in like getting started, it made way more sense just to take a few three of their rooms from the franchise and, and start with those made, made way more sense they just weren't made as well as we thought they should have been it sounded like you had a story about scooters <laughs> oh like, yeah yeah oh, I yeah. like that transition oh, wow. I'm like I'm like let's do it on this one I gotta know it was with Will I like the transition it was with Will you get it sure was, it was oh yeah no I was behind you, you oh my gosh I was behind you, you. Was behind I was behind you, you. Yes. oh so you oh. My I'm, senior trying, year. I'm trying to think about like who was all in your like basketball class, if you will. So uh, I mean, you played with Will. Scotty Will became Scotty Casey Prather, okay. and Will you get was my senior class. Uh, dude, I played I played a uh, scooter against Will. You yes, I remember. <laughs> we played, have it on video. Like, instead of horse, well, yeah, I, played, we had a I played scooter. He, he came, <laughs> I have a whole video somewhere. It's what? Great. <laughs> yeah, I actually it, did really well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me. I basically played horse against Will. You get yeah, nice. I almost won. I got really. <laughs> did he dunk? Close. It's not fair if he's dunking no no I was okay dunking. i was uh, i was dude we gotta dig up that video i did really well i'd love to see that yeah i'll have to send it to you man maybe we'll throw it can we throw that up as like yeah, a social media it. post that week you're gonna have to write that down we'll like throw it up during on find facebook the post or, it find the post it throw it on like facebook or something 
but will. but yeah. All right, so what? So what about Will? So uh, no, not shout about, out well, to Will. Yeah, well, will. we my senior year. This was 2013-14. Uh, that season, we lived first year. Coach Donovan allows us to live off campus, and so super hard to park on campus so we're avid sco- scooter users i don't even know how we got scooters but we had them somehow <laughs> I, I, I no will. Well, we, know that will. we know that will buy his for new scooters for less yeah. will. so many athletes get hurt at uf athletes they don't they don't tell you they don't tell you oh, no. so many football players basketball it. players they get hurt on scooters every single year don't tell the world that, they, man. What are you hey, doing? Man, what are you, you doing? What do you think? I mean, we're, athletes are normal people, too. If they're on scooters, it's going to happen. It, it can't happen if you're you know, driving recklessly. But um, we lived on a house on 34th. And uh, one day, Corey and I were going to pu- we're going to Publix, I think. I think we were just going to Publix. Going to Publix on the intersection of University and 34th. I'll let him go ahead. <laughs> Was it my first time on a scooter? Was it? Oh, no. Yes, it was my first time on a scooter. I was like, let me just try it. So we get on it, and um, there was a construction. They were working right there, and the cop was uh, stopping, controlling traffic. So I'm on I'm on Will's scooter. Pat was on his scooter. I don't know whose scooter you were on. Um, and we were coming up to the intersection. The cop was telling me to, to us to turn. So I get on the scooter, and I get ready to turn. Meanwhile, the p- pizza guy didn't see the cop. And came full speed across the intersection, and I'm like, stop! We're <laughs> like, wait, stop, stop! No! And I couldn't control the scooter, so I was like going out like this, and I just threw it on the ground. I was like, started screaming. I, I just knew, I just knew they were going. Screaming. I knew they was going to hit me. Did you pee yourself? No. <laughs> I was like, no more scooters for me. Oh man! Thank like, God the guy swerved <laughs> off and yeah. just kept. He just kept going. He, I, I oh, think man. I was stuck between the brakes and doing. I was like, I just kept going. I was like, all right, this is me and scooters don't get along. I'm like the worst person. I was right behind him too. That would have been traumatizing. Oh man. You were right behind him on your scooter? I was right yeah, behind on my scooter. Like, we decided to take a he, scooter. He turned first and I was like right behind him and I'm like <gasps> Oh man. Those college stories. Got gotta love those. You gotta post that online. Yeah, it was it was it was it was a good experience on scooters. It was it was the one and done. <laughs> I have the worst luck, by the way. So, oh yeah. Speaking of which, this is a great one. So uh, we had an issue with the air conditioning. Um, what at the on your room? At, at the escape, uh, at the escape room? <laughs> at the escape room? What? At the escape room? I'm. So, thank you guys for bringing this back up. This is one of the stories I had to tell you. So, so this is the one you were kind of talking about before. Yeah, okay. yeah. I was like, so okay. yeah, this is a, a for everybody that listens. This is exactly what happens. Everybody kind of gets in here. We're getting set up still, and I I heard these guys like talking, getting ready, getting ready to share a story. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> like, save the content for the podcast, oh, please, dude. You, All right, you have, so yeah, hit so. Me we could literally go on for hours with the amount of things that have happened to this man that will happen to <laughs> no one else. He's that guy. Like when there's one out of a hundred, he's, he's, he's the, the one, one. Always. So uh, <laughs> uh, he, um, we had an issue with the air conditioning and he and his cousin, his cousin, uh, I guess they know brother. How, oh, your brother, your brother. brother yeah. They know how to, they knew how to fix it or whatever. So they, they went up there uh, on the, the second floor and, um, well, I'll let you, I'll let you go ahead because you you experienced it. <laughs> <laughs> so we go up on the roof on top of the escape room, like really up high downtown, um, pretty much above eight seconds area, kind of on our side though. And my brother was like, um, "We just put this uh, um, 
was it nitrogen oxide? Uh, something in there, CO2, something in there to flush it out to get the cool air to get in there. So I was like, okay, so we go up there, we open the door. Meanwhile, I said, put your phone down here and we'll go outside, I'll hold the door. So we walk outside and then when we walk outside, I said, I'll hold the door, but I didn't hold the door. The door closed. Oh no. It locked. Oh no. No phones, we're stuck on the roof. So I, we started screaming out. I jumped on top of the, the brick wall. I was like screaming out this dude. I was like, help, 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 call 911. We're stuck up here. He like looked at us, was like, uh, whatever. Kept walking. So I was like, 30, 45 minutes later, we was like, hey man, we gotta get down. Like, this is not right. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna jump on the wall. I see this ledge here. I'm gonna jump on this ledge. Then I'm gonna jump down this ledge and I'm gonna jump all the way down to the bottom. He was like, you're stupid. <laughs> I was like, I cannot sit up here any longer. I was like, whatever, I'm doing it. He was like, for real? I was like, yeah. So I jump over the wall. He holds my hand. I go down the ledge. I jump off another ledge. And I was just like, all right, I'm stupid for real now. And so I was like, I got down. It probably was like 10 feet, 15 feet. And I was just like, all right, I'm just going to jump. <laughs> I'm just going to, I see all these guys doing all this jumping around. I know, hit the ground and roll. That's all I know. So parkour, when, baby. Yeah, just <laughs> Parkour. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. It was a moment of parkour. It was like he was like. You ever seen a black man do parkour? No, because we don't do it. <laughs> no. I was like, I was like, I, I got this. I got this. He was like, man, don't do it. Just wait. I was like, no, I got it. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna jump. I jumped and I forgot to roll. <laughs> my ankle, my ankle just, I was like, he's like, you okay? I was like, no, I have to sit here for a second. I just knew my ankle was broke. Uh, <laughs> did you break it? No. Oh, I just sprayed it really bad. Oh, so man. He was like, you're all right. I was like, yeah, I'm just want to go home now. And I was like, I'm not going up there to get you because I can't get up the stairs because I'm hurting. So <laughs> he was like, no, you got to get me down. I was like, man, just give me a second. So I literally had to sat, I sat down for like 10 minutes. Like, okay, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And I was like, why me? Like out of all people, I get stuck on top of the roof of the building to <laughs> jump him. down. To jump down. <laughs> Y'all were together. He, I, I wasn't with him. Oh, he okay. With okay. Me. oh no. I li I lost it I, I, when he I, when he called me and told the story. Oh, I man. I don't know what I was doing, but I was on the floor. I, yeah, I was I, done. I took pictures of my brother on the roof. So like, see, that's where I was at, and I got down here. So you got to get down now. Parkour, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was that. That was just like okay. That's my his luck. ankle still isn't right to this day. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. So your your two biggest lessons are make sure the wires aren't live and don't forget to roll. <laughs> yes. My life lesson is watch out. Just dog. Just like Dude. something's coming my way. That's Here hilarious. it comes. Something something's gonna happen to me sooner or later. And that's what I figure. Like I have the worst luck. It just comes around him. What? No. <laughs> Not too bad. Not too bad. I mean, Jenny Springs was was around me. No, <laughs> oh man, no, that was not you either. Missing my <laughs> missing my flight in Greece was all. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. I yeah. missed my flight twice. Yep. In yeah. Greece. Yeah. A so biz yeah. A business partnership of love. That's what this is. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, man it was. It was. Uh, it was funny. The spectrum of our friendship is like it's pretty. It's pretty broad. That's great, man. I'll yeah. go into. I mean. Look, I mean, we've been doing business since 2005, four. Four. Yeah, you got I always it right say 2005, say, yeah, 2004. Yeah. I mean, since the beginning, I mean, that's 16 years. Wow. I mean, it definitely, it definitely helps. You yeah, know, like when you got, when you got, when you got somebody that like you can trust. Like, oh yeah, for sure. Like family, like blood. You know, it's just it makes things way easier. Absolutely. So, yeah, so that's definitely. About. It's it's a good thing. That's it's a good a, thing. I would have yeah. made him climb down the building though, because he's got a like <laughs> foot on me. So, and less, I can parkour like crazy. Less man. fall. Oh, okay. Speaking of, we went fishing and we we caught a big black drum and it was me, Pat, and my my close friend Noah, and the fish was stuck on the oyster on the oyster bed. 
Okay, I'm five six. Repeat this again. I'm five six. Pat six nine and Noah six six. The water was like six foot. Or who went in? Five, me. Like five, it was like five feet deep. Yeah. Me. I was like, y'all so tall, y'all can walk across this water and just go get it. The two tallest people, they make me go out there, no shoes on, they walk across the ocean bed to get a fish. I was like, come on. His man. feet were like. <laughs> It was catastrophic. I don't. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> catastrophic. It was. It was. His it feet was got cut all cut up from <laughs> the dog on the oyster bed. Yeah. Dude, that's hilarious. I was like, it was not going to be me today. I don't want the fish that bad. Uh, Y'all can let him go. Well, I mean, as great as these stories are, by the way, <laughs> I mean, we got to wrap this up in a minute. Uh, but one of the thing, one of the things that I like, so I've started asking a couple questions to to everybody. I'm trying to like make this kind of like a regular thing. Yeah. Um, and so my plan is through most of the episodes in 2020 to, to ask a couple of questions at the end that are really related to, to Gainesville. So, I mean, what would you guys like to see happening in Gainesville as business owners? A business working together to help each other out more. Okay, more collaboration. Yes, more. big time. Because okay. if a business not doing well and they need help, I don't mind helping them. I don't mind putting their business cards or talking about them and helping each other out. I don't like people failing in games or trying really hard. Yeah, I think we just need to come together and help out because all these other franchises and all these other like big places are coming in and making the ball the uh, small business disappear. Dude, they're all gonna be hitting you up now to bring like HR in, look I, over I, your I shoulder we, to be I, doing I, team building. I, I don't mind it. I don't mind awesome. it. I don't mind it yeah. at all. I mean, I, I posted something before, like if anybody have business cards or anything like that to come up to the store and post, put it on there, which I don't mind. I, I don't mind helping out. That's a big thing. I got help here so I can help out others. Okay, cool. Yeah. So where do you think Gainesville is missing uh, its potential? I mean, it sounds like you were able to get the zoning changed for straight jackets, which is great. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but I mean, like where, where is uh where are we missing our potential? I mean, you're an ACR, Corey. I yeah, mean, like, you've been here a long time. You've seen the growth of this community. You've seen where, the things where, that are where are we missing right now? I yeah. think we need to put more money into downtown okay. to bring it back up because Archer Road and Celebration Point is separating us from the heart of Gainesville. I think we need to focus on building that back up because downtown is is it's not where it needs to be. The smell of it and and, and everything is just like ran down. We need to bring it back up and 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 get Gainesville back. It'd be nice to see the Florida Theater actually doing something again. That'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That's right next door. Yeah, yeah. To you guys, not just for us, but just to yeah. But I mean, actually yeah. have some stuff and some shows and that that'd I've seen be redone. Some epic shows in there. Yeah, like that'd be great. Shows. Yeah, you should go to see Real Big Fish all the time. What, there? Yeah. Was it there? Well, I mean, I did. Yeah, you yeah. did. That's a couple free ones. I remember seeing Fuel play there. Nice. That's how <laughs> dating ourselves a little yeah. bit. <laughs> but, I mean, I, that's cool. That's exactly what I, why I want to ask those yeah. kind of questions. Because, I mean, you know, this is definitely a very Gainesville-focused podcast. I mean, it's been great having you guys here to highlight your business and talk. Uh, you know, I actually think it's the first franchisee we've had. Can you recall? I think so. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, so I, I cool. just said Hopefully we're, the last. We're, we're local. Yeah. We're local minded. We're local minded for sure. Yeah. I mean, when, and, uh, I mean, we could have, we could have even like dove more into basketball and everything. Cause I mean, I guess I get so interested. Maybe we can ask a couple things on side. Yeah, sure. Or something, yeah, but yeah. like, I get super interested in, uh, in the career overseas. And yeah, the man. Stuff that happened there. I got all the answers. Um, 
but and and like I mean, hopefully everybody who's listening knows knows who you were. I mean, we didn't really even touch on it that much, but. I mean, how many games did Actually, you play? Actually, y'all, I mean, y'all just never, never missed we one. Played, right? We played you, you close to 150 one. games yeah. in yeah. my career. Maybe 160. We final, put, final Four. Final Four. What, winning, winning his class in history. Three, okay. three SEC regular seasons, one SEC tournament, one Final Four. Three Elite Eights. That do, Final do Four you know, my heart. Do you, know, Man, do you know Jamil over at Shop Mealy Pops? Mm-mm. I feel like I, I need to connect you guys. Yeah. I need to connect you guys because he has okay. like he has like a sports card shop, but he's had like Percy Harvin oh, um, wow. and some other like you know just local sports guys yeah, over there. Just, 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 just to meet the kids, yeah, over there, yeah, oh, right behind Walgreens. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. Okay. He's such, like he and his wife are such incredible people. They got a really cool little like sports memorabilia store yeah. over there. Like he, he's yeah. good, he's good people to know. Hey man, I'm I'm in town. I'm I'm. It's not it's not just about me or making money. I'm all about volunteering. And and anyone wants me to come speak, come see kids or whatever. I'm all about it. It it brings joy to my heart to be able to give back in that way. Oh, good for you, man. Yeah, right. absolutely. We, we appreciate that. Um, so where can our audience connect with you guys? Where can they find the America's Escape Game? Like what 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 number should they call or what website should they go to? Um, you want to go to America's Escape Game Gainesville.com or you can go to America's Escape Game.com and click Gainesville. Um, the phone number is 352-792-6440. Um, we are open Tuesday through Sunday. Mondays we are closed. Tuesday through Thursday we're open from 12 to 10:30. Um, Friday and Saturday we open 12 to 12 and Sunday 1 to 10. Do you just show up and say, hey, I want to do this or do you have to make an appointment? Uh, can walk-ins happen. can happen, but if we are booked out, you have to at least go there and, and, and um, fill out and get registered for whatever time and then come back. Okay. But it's best to call and say, hey, are you or what slots do you have open and then go from there. Best uh, chance to walk in would be Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday. But that's still pushing that's it. It's pushing al- always it. better to get a reservation. Yeah. Always better to get a reservation. Uh-huh. Two thirty nine West University. Sweet. Cool. Guys, Downtown thanks so much for coming on, man. man this is fun. This is a pleasure. On such short notice, thank you for having yeah, us. This, this it's my first time. podcast, so there we go. There you go. <laughs> Making first in the world, Corey. Yes. There we go, man. Yes. Well, Hopefully not one and done like the scooter. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, There no. you go. Well, thank you guys for coming on the show. Thank you, Gainesville. Thank you, world. Thank you, everybody who listens to our show and supports our podcast. We appreciate you guys. This is the WHOA GNV Podcast, the podcast bringing you businesses Whoa. and individuals <laughs> that make you go, Whoa. <laughs> 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 we'll see there you, you go. later. Bye.